Hello, we're live. <laughs> and hopefully audio works. We've, we're, we're slowly getting better and better and better at figuring this thing out. You are getting better and better uh, at figuring it out. I just sit here. <laughs> what she knows, I just got Play through running it. back to the office for stuff that I forgot. So yeah. yeah, week after homecoming, here we are. We survived. We survived it. Everyone's here. It was more than survival. I, our kids were thriving. I think uh, they, they were. really had a good week. Yeah. But... We can't talk about all of the things we've been dealing with the last few days, but you called it a week ago. You you were talking about the week after homecoming isn't always the smoothest. No, I feel like, and when we have, we've had some new um, staff in like the counseling department, and so I've got to kind of coach some of them up. Um, I think the week after homecoming is a pressure cooker week. Mm -hmm. I think a couple things happen. Um, I think one, we've got the quarter grades are coming yeah. right around the corner. I've had so those emails already. Yep, that's one thing, parents. I I I noticed that that you notice that quarters come around and students notice. And so if there's some missing work, it's, you know, teachers are putting kids in the pressure cooker and saying, Hey, I can physically only accept this until whatever that date is, October 16th right. or whenever it is. Um, is that right? October 16th? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. Friday. I got it right. It's an early out. I got really nervous there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, so the kids are noticing and I noticed parents are, I've had a lot more requests for those kind of meetings. Yeah. Um, I think I'm exhausting teachers with them because they're showing up at, you know, 7.15 and not leaving until last night I had a meeting go yeah. till five. Um, so, so yeah, it's, it's like a little bit of pressure cook season, I, I feel like. But the flip to that is um, at quarter, the grades start all over and it gets to average in um, and it's just, it's good experience and with new teachers and we are back person face-to-face -face learning. That's it's the positive. It's still happening. Flip. Yeah. Did yeah. I, I worry a little bit that the regional or community needle that public health has is pushing. It's getting close. This is as close to orange as it's been. Um, locally in our community, I can't tell because in the school, in the K-12 system, knock on wood, it's been pretty good. You know, we get, we get some individual quarantines um, through our K-12 system. But it's just one of those where every school, every community around us is having to deal with mass quarantines, and we have as well in this uh, community a little bit in the past as well. So, um, yeah, and on the grades, I think the thing I noticed, because I was emailing with a student today that was asking about grades, so we have the eligibility report every week as well, which is a question for students. There's enough grades in now that, like, one individual assignment is really hard to move if you've got a 67% in the class. There's now so many assignments in there that it doesn't you know, getting a hundred or a ninety on the next one doesn't move it a lot. What moves it more than anything is the missing assignments. Right. And so I was trying to explain that via email, and I cc'd a parent on one uh, today as well, just so they could see the conversation that the student initiated the conversation, which is awesome. And I was doing a response, um, but the thing we noticed is, well, the reason we even have this concern is the two old assignments that were missing, and then you were gone last week and you missed the two, which, by the way, I think were getting turned in. But that's the stuff that, number one, and number one advice, and remind me to talk about freshmen as well, uh, number one advice is as we get close to the quarter ending and teachers are kind of starting to talk about quarter report cards and those things to make sure that any missing work gets turned in because replacing zeros with, I don't care if it's a 70 or an 80%, is a huge jump in an, in an average. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah, in fact, I was just having a conversation last night with a student about um, finishing or getting in yeah. what they have done because that's exact conversation. I mean, mm -hmm. 
half of the work is a huge jump yeah. compared to none of the work. Correct. Um, and that's, and we had the discussion on why this is a kid who really likes to know why and why do I have to do this work? And the answer mm -hmm. was, and the teacher had a fabulous answer. The parent is uh, to prove your learning. It's mm. proof. Yeah. The work is proof. You're, in fact, speaking of, I'm doing this really amazing training today on trauma-informed schools and trauma-sensitive schools. And what works for students who have been through trauma works for all students. So I'd do this activity with you real quick. We had uh -oh. to write down, think of your favorite teacher. Don't tell me who it ever yeah. was. Think of your absolute favorite teacher. And anyone out there watching, I want you to do this today, too. And write down some traits. And you don't okay. have a pen. So you just, I want you to say some out loud. Like, what were your your absolute favorite traits of the teacher or you could even do a mentor. It didn't have to yeah, be a teacher. I'll go in with class. a teacher from years and years and years ago. Um, that personal passion or in other words, that interest in me care, I guess maybe is the word I'm looking for where they talk to you as a person. Um, I'd say number two is when I was in a rough patch because he was also a coach. And when I was in a rough patch, that was the one person who made an effort to come to me for a quiet one-on-one -on -one in the locker room saying, mm -hmm. hey, here's what's up. Um, you, you wanted three? Sure. Um, and the third one was that I think there was some accountability. There was some expectation mm -hmm. um, to still do well that I, yeah. he didn't let me get by. Yeah, so I wrote the same thing. I wrote um, was direct when needed to be, yeah. um, would share some personal stories, yeah. always held me to high standards. Well, those um, are similar. Yeah, absolutely. And so Who, anyone did I pass? Who, you passed. <laughs> um, so we did this room and I'm in this training with yeah. like 45 other educators around Nebraska. Most of them are school counselors or school psychologists. Um, and she goes, raise your hand if any one of you said, did not give me homework. And not a single person. <laughs> Isn't that funny though? That's so, so true though. It's so true. Yeah. Like, cause we think of, you know, that as being a burden, but that that is not what yeah. qualifies a good or a bad teacher at all. It's not a respected all. teacher, probably. No, you know, it was The easy teacher yeah. is probably not the highly respected one. Yeah. So. You know, and one thing I noticed, you know, like with our building is just we're so motley. And yeah. every staff brings something different to the family. And that gets handed off to a different opportunity. Like some kids will connect with the teacher that you wouldn't. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. maybe less popular, whatever. I don't know where I'm going with that. But every kid will connect with someone different and you never know who they make their connection with. And that connection, it lasts for years, yeah. you know, that they, you know, like for us, fur trade days is when you get mm -hmm. to see former students and yeah. Christmas, as you know, you know, in a high school, right before Christmas, that last few days before Christmas break, we have all kinds of our alumni that graduated in the last five years. will start showing up, walking in to visit and say hi. And, and it's, it, you, there's just someone for everyone, it yep. seems like, and I really appreciate that. Yeah, it was really cool. It just made me think of, it was a really timely activity for me because this is, I told you last week, I feel like the week before or after homecoming and the week before Thanksgiving are two really, really crunch weeks for kids and for parents and for teachers. I feel the stress from everyone a little right. bit. Um, so that was a timely activity to be like, no, it's very good. Our most... <laughs> valued people in our lives in this world held us to high standards yeah. and we had to learn how to do the work and build that relationship with them so um and anyway, later after timely. school it's bosses when you think of supervisors people yeah. we work for same thing same thing yeah, yeah it's not the easy one necessarily no. it's you know someone who gave you responsibilities mm -hmm. and held you to it and helped you with it so absolutely you know my the other one while we're on this topic was i had a teacher two teachers approached me um after school yesterday 
And he said, you know, you need to think about giving the freshman a, a talk. And I didn't, I, my first thought was hygiene. <laughs> <laughs> we do that. In the, we in we the, do that a in lot. In the wintertime, freshman boys don't realize that they are, their hormones are really rolling and they're just stinking in our classrooms. And so we have to give a talk. Oh, can we give a shout out to Axe Body Spray not being that popular anymore? No kidding. There was a phase in our teaching careers yeah. where all you could smell was Axe Body that's, Spray. That's probably why asthma is so prevalent right now. Oh, that's all the Axe for years. Preach it, praise it. Whoever decided Axe is not cool anymore, I'm, I'm um, here for that. So that's a real conversation that as a school dad, I always have it with the, the freshman boys and you've participated before with freshman girls if we need it, but it's mostly boys are just stinky. That's just who we are. Um, but anyway, so I was like, okay, they wanted me to give this talk to freshmen and they said, no, it's about credits. He goes, at some point, like at the beginning of the year, next year, when we start this, would you explain the difference between K-8 and where they have been and how you get passed along versus a transcript. And I thought that's a really good point. I actually made myself a note, but um, parents, that's one for you to help plug and, and support at home. That So the concern by a couple of teachers was we have freshmen that appear, again, this just appear that they really don't care. They don't have to turn in every homework that is assigned. And there's no, um, when they get the zero for it or the M in the infinite campus that shows missing, which means they're going to get a zero for it, they're really not phased and they see their grade go down and a, a, a two or three students this week didn't act. And again, that's not necessarily the truth on how they feel, but um, they were portraying that it just didn't matter that their grade, they still, you know, why, w w what matters. And, and so the teachers were talking that, you know, the, the difference between K-8 in high school is in high school is the first time that you need credits on a transcript. And for us, we need 28 credits, and we got four years to accomplish that, eight semesters total. Um, if you pass all your classes, you have opportunities to get up to 32 credits at Shadron High School. Um, but it's about knocking off and getting credits. The transcript, it records the letter of the grade, but all you get is the same credit for it, whether you got an A in the class or a D in the class. You just had to get a 70% or higher, and you got the check mark for the one credit that adds up to the 28 you need for a, a diploma. Um, and anyways, it, it was a good point. It was like, I, that's, that is something I think I need to share and talk with freshmen about a little more to explain that you're working on a transcript and for a transcript, and you have to complete that transcript. And college is kind of that way for those of us that end up going that route is, you know, you see your program study uh, of, of study and you need to get all of these different hours checked off and you got to pass them. And so anyways, that that's um, uh, something that was observed by more than one teacher this week who came to me and said, we probably need to talk to him about understanding that you need uh, to at least pass the class. Yeah, well, I'm going to go ahead and throw the little, uh, I'm going to, can I have a flag? I'm going to throw the penalty flag on my freshman there because that's one thing that we got done before COVID hit is I was in all their eighth grade classes talking about it. But mind you, if you find the secret sauce for that, because I have talked to those yeah. kids and not just this oh, freshman, yeah. but every, it takes for whatever reason, I'm just not convinced that freshmen all always hold the mental maturity to understand that. Agreed. So I, many years of not yep. having it count. And then anyway, so I'm throwing my referee flag on that freshman because 
because I was mm-hmm. in Mrs. Waugh's room multiple times talking about that last year. Probably I even do for a reminder, I though. even yeah, yeah, I even bring yeah. in in people. But um, here's interesting to add to that. This year is a there's new feature in Infinite Campus for parents, and I'm kind of like on the fence on these all these awesome features of Infinite Campus and all these <laughs> reminders and dings you get. But um, students can check their transcript process now or progress on a feature called Academic Planner. So you click on it and it's a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Red and green. Red means you still need it. Green means you're good to go. The only trick to it is that green assumes the classes you're in, you're going to pass. So anything that's scheduled, it's a, it's in, it's giving you that you've been scheduled for it. So it's assumed you're going to pass it. So at the next year, if you don't, it'll go back to turning red. So academic planner, infinite campus. The tool. Yep. It's a tool out there for students and parents. So very good. I'll take my flag back. They do. They need lots of reminders. All students yeah. need lots of reminders. We require more credits than almost any, I think, any panhandle school. Yeah. And part of that is probably the block scheduling that's been around. This is my 20th year, I think, in the Shadron High School, um, either as a teacher or as a principal. And block scheduling existed at Shadron High before I came. Mm-hmm. Um, not too long before, because um, I do remember some of the discussions and I working with people who had been to the training, like, what is block? How do you teach in blocks? So these 90-minute blocks. Uh, but what that's really allowed us to do is um, swap classes for second semester, and then we put in these skinnies. So in other words, you, instead of just getting four credits, you know, you can you can kind of bump up and take some 45-minute classes and get more experiences with different classes. But yeah, it... it uh, 28 is pretty high. I think state minimum, you have to have at least 20 mm-hmm. uh, credits. Every school probably has at least 24. It's around 22, I know, in some places, um, in some other schools, 24 and some. But 28 sounds sounds pretty big. But 28 says, you know, we have opportunity for 32. Mm-hmm. And so what that builds in is if you pass all your classes, you you can take a class off each of your last two years. Each semester, you could take a class off. The fall of your junior year would be one credit off. You can take a class off again in the spring, your junior year, and you can do it again both semesters as a senior. Those four credits from 32 still give you 28. Mm-hmm. So if you just pass your classes in high school, but and you need to get the 70%. Um, so that's step one. Step two, you know, kids talk about GPA. GPA is used on some, maybe you should talk about this, on some scholarships, but it, I don't know how much, it's, it's an important thing, don't get me wrong, depending on the direction you're going afterwards, but for crying out loud, you got to pass the classes first. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And GPA, they're kind of, uh, schools have like colleges leaned far away from it for a really long time. And they did credits earned, type the classes and, and ACT scores where they were leaning. Um, I feel COVID has pulled us back a little bit to GPA. I used to always say there's no scholarship for a 4.0, but now Shattered State has proved me wrong. And they're doing oh. um, the 27, 28 ACT or 4.0 for their full tuition okay. scholarship this year. So that's pretty cool. And then they're that's doing good, it though. and down the line yeah. too, 375 or this on yeah. the ACT rather than this and this. So yeah. Um, yeah, I like that. I hope we're heading that way because that's one of the reasons we got rid of class rank because a kid with a 3.8 was like 24th in their class and they were like not in the top 10% and it just was totally unrealistically not legit. And then you get the two 3.9 students that took totally different paths to get there and it's just, I'm not saying one was harder or easier than the other. It's just the fact that they're just that different on the classes they took. And that's what we want. We want we want more uh, experiences for students. And to honor more students. Yeah. We're pumped to honor yeah. more students. Yeah. 
Yeah, so yeah, I'm proud of that. So anyways, um, that the quarter ends again on uh, October 16th. Um, so grades need to be finalized by then. Um, and what a report card is, we, we do have a few quarter classes mm -hmm. where in other words, a student who finished health class will switch over and maybe take a, a different quarter class, a speech or something. Um, but m by far, 97 percent of our classes are will keep going through the semester. And so what a quarter is, it has nothing to do with a transcript if that class isn't done until the end of the semester. It's simply a, a report of a grade where they're at at the halfway point, at that quarter point. It's just a mark of where's the grade book at this time mm -hmm. because the final grade at the end of completion of the class is what matters. Yep. So that's what a report card is. Again, there's just a few freshman quarter classes that actually do end so that it will be the final half credit that they get. Heck yeah. I'm jealous of them. They've yep. got, I think it's next Wednesday to have a makeup day if they need to for, they got a day off of school next Wednesday, right? Have, yeah, no school we have next to work, Wednesday. But That'd be a good makeup day if there's some missing assignments that even if you can get, our teachers are so awesome. I mean, they'll let you turn stuff oh, in. Yeah. They might not give you full credit. I wouldn't if I was a teacher that it, it was turned yeah. in three weeks late, but they'll probably give you some credit for it. So it's definitely worth it um, to get some stuff in, some stuff done before and after school. Our teachers are here. And we're not going to go into it here, but grades are this tricky balance between productivity on one hand mm -hmm. and quality on the other hand. And there's got to be a balance of both. And maybe an advanced class mm -hmm. maybe means, you know, like an AP class needs to be more about the quality of the work. The test, yeah. Because you have to pass an AP exam at the yep. end of the year to get the college credit. Or um, some classes, it's the daily grade. is It's about productivity, and, and we want to make sure we have a balance of both of those throughout a high school experience. Mm -hmm. um, but as far as what the balance is from class to class, year to year, mm -hmm. I think it changes. So absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Okay. So quarter coming up. Um, it, don't be surprised if it feels a little bit of a crunch at home. It feels a little bit of a crunch at school, but everyone's um, in the, the opportunity. Here's the flip. The positive flip is this opportunity to help kids be as resilient as possible, um, help them do as well as they can right. to the quarter, and then we get to start fresh. It's awesome. I love that about the school. Mm -hmm. Every quarter is a fresh start. Every school year is a fresh start. It's like New Year's resolution every eight weeks. Yeah. It's amazing. And we talked about parent-teacher conferences where we didn't have them in person, and sometime during the semesters, kind of how we worded it the teachers will have some personalized contact with with um, parents um, I, we literally just have some mailings going out right now um, where some of that um, information will come out but um, don't hesitate email works really really well to contact a teacher because they can answer it on their free time Absolutely. between classes or during a planning period um, and get back to you that way. It's a good starter for a conversation um, is just to Heck email a teacher. yes. Heck yes. So that's all I have. Do you have anything else? That is it. Good day. We're that still in the it. press box. We We're are. watching we kids come around. back from yeah. lunch. We're watching them now. Yep. Air's open. I'm a little nervous when it starts to get a little colder, but right now it's amazing. <laughs> so nice little mask break. Um, yeah, appreciate you guys coming. Cardinal Cast next week. I'm in training this week, so we had to go a little bit earlier, but we should be back to the noon time schedule next week. Um, share this around if there's anyone who needs to hear about grades, transcripts, quarters, mm -hmm. all the things. Thanks for joining us.